0: Same way I'll just do a little bit Until Sunday And now I don't even know who I am Not that I ever really did What's in your head, head. is in your head or will make decisions And when you meet the devil He will always say he isn't once you get you your, your head, it's you in your head, head and you're different! Once you get your head, and then your head becomes a prison. Everybody talks about potential Someday <laughs> that boy will be something special But no one bothered to tell him
1: Not that it would change things if they did
0: you gotta take sides. Once you in your head, you drink your head I'll bring the scissors.
2: And when you, you meet the devil, he will always say he isn't.
1: Once you in your head, it's in your head until it isn't. Then once it's in your head, then your head, head, head be becomes a
0: prison. Did you take it or did it take you? Good evening. I was not expecting you to hear your lovely voice tonight.
2: Yeah, well, uh, girlfriend couldn't uh, stay the night tonight, so ah, I figured since he left, I'm, I'm wide awake, so I figured screw it.
0: Very nice. That yeah. is just the perfect kind of work ethic we're looking for here on the show. screw it (laughs) screw it I might as well there's literally nothing else to do
2: well I slept like like two hours before yesterday's podcast and then right after I don't even know I think we finished at like one in the morning here and then I slept until almost one one o'clock in the afternoon
0: Well done.
2: So I had a ton of sleep, and I am wide awake right now. So yes, I needed some to burn out this
0: energy. Excellent. Well, I shut down what I was doing. I was only a minute into it, and I'll uh, start over right now. Cool. Uh, So uh, as I still – I may be able to edit this one. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Okay. Oh, hi there. Happy Saturday. It's July 28th, 2018, and I'm Eric – Talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where all the most popular beaches in the area are completely shut down for the weekend due to the bacteria content in the water. Seriously, no. how, how many tons of whale shit is acceptable?
2: <laughs> do we do we need to start um, having whaling be a, a regular thing for us now?
0: Uh, this is the thing now. Hi everybody, welcome, welcome Gordon to the show. Thank you very um, much. Together. Kit's Beach and all the beaches in the area completely shut down to the public this weekend due to the bacteria content of the water. Now, I'm not a scientist. This show may know. I'm not the most brilliant mind in the world, but it occurred to me that an ocean is filled with oceanic animals. All of those animals are... Where do you think they go to the bathroom?
2: It ain't gonna land, I can tell you that much.
0: The the ocean is already full of shit.
2: <laughs> There's no nice way
0: to put it. It is literally full of shit. Do you imagine how much a whale can shit?
2: Um I, funny as just thought I never actually thought about. It. That's gotta be by the quite a bit.
0: The boatload, literally. <laughs> um, content of the ocean on a good day has got to be pretty abysmal. I, I don't understand what it takes to shut it down. I, 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 it's just, I, can't, I don't know. I need it. someone to acknowledge the need to please get in touch with the show and explain how there's a, an unacceptable amount of shit in the water when it must be I, in my estimation, it's got to be two-thirds shit to begin with.
2: One would it have to assume. I mean, face it, the the taste of the ocean is half salt, and the rest is just fish poop.
0: I think that's why they put so much salt in it.
2: I think that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's a balance.
0: <laughs> and I've not seen, I have not had one of these almighty vegans who are out to save all the animals. I no not one single complaint about fish getting high blood pressure from all the salt in the water. No,
2: God, no. No, because that doesn't matter because that's what they do naturally, so it's full
0: I don't know if it is. I don't know. I'm just, it, I just am. I love swimming in the ocean. Don't get me wrong. One of my one of my reasons for moving to Vancouver was to be near the ocean. I, I adore it. I still am mesmerized by it every time I get to go down and look at it. Uh but it's gotta be gross. I it's it must be.
2: I think the real reason why we're not supposed to drink the water is not necessarily because of the salt. It's just because of the sheer yeah, that so we'll be drinking. Where is the
0: line? Like, why is there a line where it's bad? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm half kidding and half curious and half like you got to be, you can't be serious. That's just stupid. <laughs> but I did look into diseases you can get from drinking ocean water. Um, the, the, Oh, there's a lot. Very common to get uh, lung infections, um, ear infections, uh, certain rashes, and then Legionnaires' disease. <laughs> that kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, I was uh, just did I, <laughs> I? thought you only got that by going to the Legion. No. That's
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> it's drinking salt water too. Apparently.
0: <laughs> Anybody who laughed at that joke, by the way. Um. And hepatitis. Uh, I guess I'm one of them. The the biggest scare, uh, obviously, hepatitis. Very, very frightening. I thought you got hepatitis from sleeping
2: with uh, Tommy Lee. Well, that is the number one cause,
0: I'm told. Uh, But you can get it from... You can get it from quite a a lot. And people freak out about hepatitis. It's very scary to uh, most. It's also very misunderstood. Um... Because it literally means liver infection. That's the Latin translation. It's, it's, a, it's a liver, it's inflammation of your liver. Um, and with proper treatment, it's not in any way as dangerous as people seem to think it is. Um, did not know, know that. because I have it. Um, I think I've mentioned Dr. show. <laughs> um, I developed it uh, through cirrhosis. Um, caused caused by. Which uh, let me qualify that by saying I never drank hard alcohol. I was never quite the alcoholic you need to be to have this kind of liver damage that I have. Uh, I just happen to be lucky. <laughs> I,
2: Aren't you I a lucky just, one, right?
0: The <laughs> doctor who did the test said he had never seen it so bad in someone as young as me. So. Uh,
2: Congratulations, something right you're good
0: now, at. What we were talking about last night, I am the best that I just it just happens. Uh, some people you know, never <laughs> smoke their li- a day in their lives and get lung cancer. I never drank as much as the average alcoholic and uh, destroyed my liver earlier than most people do, so um, but.
2: Maybe it's just a, maybe it's because but, of the cheap beer that you drinking. You're not drinking I mean, good beer.
0: It be it, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that didn't help. I, I don't even want to know what's in that stuff. I don't even think like most of the cans have some made up thing. I don't think they can legally call it beer.
2: No, some of it, no. Like Molson Canadian, as a perfect just, example.
0: Uh, you know, like Sunny D. You don't see the word juice on Sunny D anywhere. <laughs>
2: Made with 3% real juice <laughs> That's just in the label <laughs> Yeah <laughs> The real juice is just the spelling of it correctly That's it <laughs> Anyway, I
0: was told about hepatitis I had to get educated on it It's not that bad but As long as you take care of yourself um, And if you do the list If you avoid the list of things you're supposed to avoid uh, When you have liver damage uh, You die Or go insane
2: uh, no, the the
0: list of shit I am supposed to avoid, uh, anything white. I can't eat anything white. Like as such as potatoes, oh. rice, bread, nothing white. Um, does
2: that go to women too? Like, are you only allowed to? <laughs> uh,
0: no, that was just a personal choice. I decided to cut them out. Like, okay. no, nothing good it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um, yeah, what was it? Uh, f- uh fats, uh fats, sugars, uh anything fried. I don't
2: Jesus, this is like my diet yeah, you're talking yeah. about.
0: Processed <laughs> meats. Processed meats was the big one. Started processed meat. Are you kidding me? I will die, thank you. <laughs> like
2: yeah, exactly. I've always said if a doctor were to come up to me tomorrow and say, Gord, if you have one more steak, you are going to die. My first motion is, okay, I'm going to the keg. <laughs> I'm ordering eight filet mignons calling it calling you today. You give me a
0: piece of paper that says that and I'll write my will on the back and we'll be on our way.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I'll meet you at the steakhouse.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's the way. It's, I don't know, you know. But it's, it also, I, I, Do you remember when we were kids? Because we're the same age. Um, eggs were the greatest thing on earth, and if you wanted to be an Olympian, you had to eat eggs. You had to get cracking.
2: Absolutely.
0: And then a few years later, all of a sudden, eggs were the devil, and you couldn't go anywhere. And eggs will kill you faster than a bullet from a gun. Stay away from eggs. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, now eggs are good again, because it turns out cholesterol is not that bad. There's all kinds of different cholesterols, so and the bad ones aren't that bad, and the good ones aren't good. So eggs are back in. Uh, they did the same thing with salt in my lifetime. You had to avoid salt. Salt like show you like a Tijuana whore on Sago the Mile. <laughs> but, um, now they're saying you have to have salt, uh, or you'll die without it. So like, I don't think they know. I think they just
2: make this shit up as they go, oh, Oh, it's absolutely what they do. There's not even a second thought about it. Of course they do. Have you heard about these people that do the, oh, what do they call it? The, the, paleo, the paleolithic diet?
0: Yeah, I have now. I'm sorry. I'm not completely up to speed on what it is. It's what we ate when we were came Yes. Is that
2: a- Now, scientists, because I just read a thing about this. Now, scientists have actually did a full study on this, and they discovered a couple of things. Number one, cavemen lived until their mid to late 30s, maybe 40s. So that's an offset right there. But one of the other big things was the fact that all the foods that they ate back then, none of it exists anymore. Wheat as we have it now is completely different than what it was back then. Now, I wondered that.
0: I knew that that's, uh, that's been genetically... Uh, modified over the years
2: yeah uh, it is complete. it is not even close to the same thing that it used to be
0: but i think that's the only one i knew about i didn't realize it was but it, it stands to reason that uh, the the plants of the era would would go extinct along with everything else right that's that's, yep, that's right
2: none of it none of it exists absolutely none of it exists in the form that it used to be But the big thing that people need to realize, and this is what made me laugh about the whole study, was that even if everything was still the way it was, these people only lived to be 40, and if you hit to the age of 50, you were considered ancient. Wait, right. is this really the diet you want to follow? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and, uh,
0: I I would say nothing from what they did is what we want to follow. Um, no,
2: I mean aside from the fact that they invented fire, that's pretty much about the extent of it.
0: I wonder. I think they're probably scamming the system. There, you know, you think one of them just discovered fire and then claimed to invent it? That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: I think it was some guy came up to around a forest fire at some point, stole a piece of that fire, and then they just continued to burn shit from that one fire.
0: And he was the biggest pimp in the village forever because oh, this guy invented this and he just took full credit for it. He just walked by it. That doesn't count.
2: <laughs> you know, I also have a theory about Jesus, by the way. Eh? I think Jesus was the ultimate sleight of hand magician. A guy. Is it- uh,
0: yeah, sorry. Um, I, just, I, I just watched the guy uh, try to get away from a cop right in front of me, and it was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he, he obviously didn't, and now he's being escorted away. But uh, sorry to interrupt you. Sorry, oh, here comes the partner, and I know this one. He's not a happy guy. He's short and bald and, and not happy about it. I've dealt with <laughs> it the past. There's now three chasing this young... Oh, four! There goes number four! <laughs> he's got a lot of stamina. He barely made it up the stairs, so I don't think he's going to have much influence on what happens here. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> an amazing Saturday night story here. I kind of want to follow, it, uh, follow him up the stairs and uh, see if we can interview story? it. <laughs> and then we'll get, back to my, uh, we'll get back to your story in a minute because I do want to hear the rest of it. But this is late breaking news. He
1: uh,
0: is. The escalator. I'm at Stadium SkyTrain Station in Vancouver for uh, anyone interested. Uh, the kid was running from the police. He blew through the fare gates and was stopped very quickly. <laughs> uh, awesome. And now appears. Oh, he may have evaded them. Oh. They look very confused. They're talking. <laughs> I, I swear he was here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, oh, they've got him in the
2: corner. Okay. There it is. Okay.
0: He looks unhappy. Uh,. As do the four cops. I'm worried about the ones' condition. uh, Possible heart. Oh, they're breaking up into groups of two. I think they're coming up with a strategy here. (laughs) They're gonna
2: beat them separately or together in
0: pairs. I think that's it. I did hear that they just got new tasers uh, recently. I'm sure try them out. But they don't have cops on the kid yet, so Uh, unfortunately, I can't stick around to see how this plays out. But that was. That added a lot of excitement to my uh, Saturday night.
1: <laughs>
0: There's also an incredibly beautiful woman singing in some language I don't understand and playing acoustic guitar. This is a fantastic place to be on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I had no idea how entertaining this was.
2: Oh, that's so much fun. I Joys of downtown Atlanta, Vancouver on a Saturday night.
0: It is really wonderful. I'm just going to
1: ask. Your name?
0: Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, Emily. You sound fantastic. That's Emily, everybody, playing at Stadium Stadium Station in Vancouver. We'll um, be hearing more from her, I promise. <laughs> that was great. Uh, okay. Sorry, everybody, for that. Um <laughs> Kind of a, a departure from the usual format, but uh uh just couldn't couldn't be avoided. That's too much excitement to not put on
2: the show. Oh absolutely. Um,
0: I unfortunately have to be in another area very soon. So I have to let the excitement go and now I'm on a train. Um <laughs> back everybody is <laughs> it just me? or was that completely unnecessary uh <laughs> <it was> the <laughs> process of telling us about uh the the pitfalls of the paleo diet which i always in my estimation was was invented by people with brains the same as the people they were trying to handle it. and apparently Gord you are operating that so uh, please continue Gord with uh where we are yeah, out was- there
2: well yeah, it was just like I said, the the, the study was very, very humorous. We had a, had a real good laugh reading this whole thing. Um, but just what I would, what made me laugh the most about the whole process was just quite simply, these people never never lived past forty and yet you wanna have, you wanna eat their diet. I would just love to know who came up with this theory and thinking, no, we should be eating the way they did. I will already have an answer for that. It's a, it, was a, it was a goddamn vegan. Without a doubt, it was a vegan, because only a vegan would be dumb enough to say, this is what we should be eating, because it worked out so well for them.
0: Well, that's why I said what I said. It's got to be someone who thought like a caveman, who would think this was a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Someone with that brain power that came up with this because it doesn't make sense. Even at face value to me, it seemed a little fishy. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't think it's popular. Uh, there's no kitsy restaurants devoted to it in Vancouver, and if it were popular, there'd be something here. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, that's true. It would be, if it was anywhere first, it would be in Vancouver first.
0: <laughs> when it comes to the culinary world, we are quick to jump on trends and just exploit them until everybody hates them.
2: Yep. And we
0: have some of the most famous and trendy uh, chefs uh, in the world here. I mean, uh, Wolfgang Puck has a restaurant here, Vikram Dick, obviously everyone very familiar with him and his empire. Uh, i see him constantly walking around downtown i've never talked to him because i wouldn't know the first thing to talk to him about mode, but... <laughs> he does what he says he does he gets up in the morning and walks around local markets and buys stuff It's says neat to see him. that's kind of cool um uh, we've had a few we had uh, um what's his nuts uh, the one i don't like fear Fier- the, the guy fieri the, uh, Titans drives and drive-ins and, and dives he, he comes here quite often for his show he did the uh, Tomahawk restaurant in North Van yes he did he's, on his show. Um, he's been back a few times since then um, we are very popular in the Colorado and oh of course my hero Gordon Ramsay uh, has a restaurant in Whistler
2: yeah I forgot about that that's right he does
0: um, so yeah when it comes to culinary stuff we, we, we're we a bandwagon city uh, we love jumping on new fads new trends Japa Dog started here um, the list goes on and on so if this were a thing that were big enough to, to even make a ripple in the waters it'd be all over the place here
2: yeah no it's very true you know it's funny it's I sorry. actually of all the times I walked past a Japa Dog I've never actually eaten that one before
0: you now, as a person who's been a huge fan of all things Japanese his entire life—the culture, the language, the everything about it—I absolutely adore. I've never had a Japan dog. Before. Funny thing. <laughs> Just uh, I don't know why. There's, there's the the original uh, uh, part is right on front waterfront Yeah, I, that's uh, the original. Yeah, I podcast ten feet from it almost every night. And I've never, never. Been there. I, I, the, the big downfall for me, unfortunately, is they're set up right in front of an W,
2: <laughs> which is the funniest thing in the world.
0: <laughs> and I, you're never going to get me out of an i I'm sorry, I don't care what you put in front of an W. That's where I'm going.
2: There's only one thing that would change me from going to an W. That's if they put up in front another W. <laughs>
0: I would have to uh, struggle with that choice, right? I I'd probably
2: just grab a burger from one and fries from the other, and just call it a day. <laughs> See, that's very diplomatic
0: of you. I always wondered how the people on Robson and Thurlow handled the uh, two Starbucks when they were there. <laughs> Coffee from one, cream and sugar from the other. <laughs> That to me was ground zero. If I had a nuclear bomb, right in between the two Kitty corner Starbucks. What a stupid thing that was. Yeah, but yet
2: they're both thriving. It makes no sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, nothing about Starbucks makes
2: sense to me. Uh, No. Let me go pay six fifty for a coffee. Ooh. I
0: I believe it was my very first episode of Is It Just Me, where I did my rant about coffee and uh, got my views about Starbucks out there. I'm pretty sure if you go back to the Posh episodes, which are available on speaker.fm, uh, you can hear me go off about Starbucks. I'm pretty sure it's the very first episode I ever did. I talk about Starbucks and Tim Hortons. Um, that passion of Canadianism that's been American for about 20 years, but they don't advertise that.
2: No. Which, speaking of, by the way, Tim Hortons, is uh, hit the news recently as being labeled now as one of the most hated coffees in Canada. So Tim Hortons is on the way out for coffees, and it's been replaced by, get this, McDonald's coffee. Yes, which
0: was the intention all along. See, now that has been the heart of the battle. Um, McDonald's is losing their first place in the world, their coffee was so deplorable, they couldn't capture the breakfast market.
2: No, uh,
0: until introducing their breakfast sandwiches uh, I completely ran away with that market for years. Um, in retaliation, McDonald's improved their, they changed their whole thing, came out with this McCafe, started selling good coffee, and started eating into that breakfast market. Um, they, they stopped the, the 11 o'clock nonsense.
2: Yeah, if it's finally breakfast all day. So no.
0: Burger King has never had cards in this game.
2: No, but Burger King does have the croissant sandwich, which they've cornered the market on having the croissant croissant sandwich. You know the which is which is very good, but just very tiny.
0: But in an effort to win the breakfast market from McDonald's, they went ahead and bought Tim
2: Hortons. Um, and look what happened. <laughs> they, and ran it right into, uh, well, they turned
0: it into an American fast food place, let's face it. It's, uh, that was never my problem with Tim Hortons. My problem with Tim Hortons is they started getting carried away with stuff that they don't have any business doing. Do your coffee and donuts, leave the sandwiches alone. Hire at least one person per server who has a rudimentary understanding of the English language. Just one of the crew. That would be nice. Um, you know,
2: when I walk in
0: and I order a double double and 15 of them scatter like cockroaches and come back with a sausage on a croissant. And I hate my life. <laughs> um, so it's, I have no problem hiring. That's great that you're an equal opportunity employer, but someone should at least get the the whole answers right when I'm pointing at the coffee.
2: You know, I wish I could have an opinion on coffee specifically, but I am one of those very few people in the world that actually, I hate coffee. Hate the taste, hate the smell, never like the stuff. I've tried it in every state of mind you can imagine. I've had it sober, drunk, high, you name it. I do not like coffee. Although... I can say one thing. I was in Seattle with a friend of mine, my friend Leo. Um, we were in Seattle together for a weekend, and we went to this restaurant. Uh, the name of it, it's a, it's a French name, so I'm never going to remember the name of it. Um, but a phenomenal restaurant for the Red of Five. When I remember the name, I'll, I'll bring it up on the show again because um, it's worth mentioning because the place is so good. But I had a, she had a cup of coffee. because She loves her French press coffee. And I actually, when she took a sip, she's like, oh my God, this is like the best coffee I've ever had. I'm like, all right, if you drink a lot of coffee, so if you're saying this is the best coffee you've ever had, I will take a sip. So I actually had a sip of it. And even that I will admit it was the least disgusting coffee I've ever had. Have you ever had a Persian coffee? I have no idea.
0: Something about, I, I, I would make out with it if I could. It, it's it's a sexy it's a sexy coffee. I don't know what they do differently. It's fend- that every time a person oh. comes for well, yeah. And just, and honest, I, you know, I had my first cup of coffee. I believe I was probably around ten or eleven years old, and that was it. That was what my life had been missing up to that point, and I I never looked back. I have cut down quite a bit over the years, but
2: uh, no, my ex-wife I and, my and I coffee. had a friend of mine move in. Uh, moved in with us for for about a year. Um, I think it was about a year. I can't remember now. But uh, he loved his coffee. This guy would drink like fucking like eight cups of coffee a day. And uh, so just after we moved in, because neither of us, me or my ex we'd never liked coffee. So we never had a coffee machine or anything. So we get up one morning, we take off, we go out, we do our business, whatever we're doing. We come back, and I'm like, oh my God. What is that terrible smell? I think the cat peed all over the the apartment, and turns out, no, that was just the smell of brewing coffee. Eh. No, well, but he go. always drank the shittiest and cheapest of coffee he could get a hold of, too. Yes, so, man. yeah, So I guess that says something.
1: Yeah, some of his pretty rock.
0: Uh, we are 26 minutes into the, the, the uh, program this evening, and uh, very enjoyable so far, but there is a couple of things I want to talk to you, and uh, should get to while we can. Uh, something that caught me completely off guard this afternoon, that uh, you and I, I guess, What's were the story, and we had no idea. Last night, uh, yesterday in total, was the second highest day for overdoses on record really in the history of the province. The second highest the first was the in April of twenty seventeen. But last night uh we had hundred and thirty oh. overdoses in the province. Um the second highest on record. that's uh, that was, uh we, we only got forty six in Vancouver. Sorry beat us. They had forty eight and uh Elsewhere in the province,
2: so uh, guys, we gotta pull it together. Right? I think we can do better next year if we try. I know we have it. As, I know we have it in us, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just found it. uh it, it really took me
0: by surprise that you and I had bought that yeah. last night. I wow. had no idea that this was a thing. Um, it's funny that we were talking about it. actually the Victoria Police Department was so overwhelmed they, they ran out of uh, naloxone kits. they say you cut uh, it? They're so uh, they, they were so what? They so overwhelmed they had run out of naloxone kits. They wow. didn't have enough to deal with the problem. Uh, just baffling that this 130 in one night, uh, someone has to step up and do something about this. It's. it's uh, That's just disgusting. Now, I will say, believe it or not, absolutely, totally shocking, not one single fatality last
2: night. That's a weird one.
0: They were all saved. Um, So I guess something going on in the system is working. Now, I still consider it a flawed system. I don't think handing drug users the uh, antidote
2: and saying deal with it yourself is the right way to go. Uh, but clearly, it's, well, it's In I right think now. it was I think Portugal, I think that was a country where they um, they legalize every drug, all of them. Uh, everything, pretty much every bad thing that they say, this is why drugs are illegal, All of those things have dropped. Crime has dropped. Overdose has dropped. Um, it was just—it was it was, uh, it was uh, the opioid addiction dropped, HIV is dropped, um, hepatitis dropped, every single thing dropped because they're not treating it like it's a substance problem when addiction is a mental problem, not a substance problem.
0: And it is now very seriously being considered by the governments of both Ontario and Quebec. The the province of Quebec is saying it is the one and only solution to the opioid crisis, is right. complete decriminalization. Which and then these monsters can you don't have to buy it exactly them, you, can you can get it from a clean source. And um, it, it always happens this week, every month because it's welfare week, and these monsters are trying to capitalize on as much money out of these welfare checks as they can get. It's uh. Yeah, the alternative to that right now is what they're saying is to start
2: staggering
0: welfare days, so people get their checks in paper weeks. That way, not so many of them are on the same night. That's uh, why yeah. do We have to get
2: to that? that now. Hang on. This brings me yeah, up to actually a thing I did want to discuss as, as quickly. That kind of ties in with this. The um, I'm sure you heard about the Danforth shooter out here, right? Okay. So of course uh, we, we did. About it. Now, one of the things that that came up, I've noticed this on social media lately, is that a lot of people have been coming and saying, especially in Ontario, in Canada specifically, they're saying, oh, well, like, you know, and they're bringing up the whole mental health thing. Oh, it's a mental health issue. It's a mental health thing. This guy had problems and nobody recognized mental health issue. No. No, it wasn't. And there's a whole lot of evidence to prove against it. And I'm sick and tired of I understand mental health is a very hot topic. Again, it is a trendy topic to talk about. But you cannot blame everything on yes, mental yes. health issues. To blame what this guy did on a mental health issue is wrong. It's, 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 it's misinformed. And it's just well, it's just wrong. I can't believe they're doing it. There's a, one of the cops that was involved in the shooting death of this guy that killed him. He actually released a statement about it stating, this guy was trained. If you watch his movements, if you watch the way this guy moved, he was able to walk around, drop a clip, pop another clip in, reload, reset the gun. He was able to do all this stuff while in motion and immediately bring up and start firing with really good accuracy. He was able to do all this. You don't do that during a mental break. That comes from training.
0: Now, I didn't follow up on that as far as possible you have. Has it come out that the police killed him and it wasn't... A oh, no, the police position? killed him. Yeah. Okay, because at the last I heard they had... Yeah, no, no, the police so, killed
2: him. Uh, there was, uh, I think, four cops involved in the shooting of him. So, yeah, no, they they, they got him. Um, the But I'm just bothered by... I'm bothered by this because, number one, I mean, anytime there's any guy from with any sort of Islamic ties, uh, ISIS will always claim fame to this. And they did with this one. They said, nope, he's one of ours. We trained him. We did this. We trained him. Yeah. And when, as soon as I mentioned that to some people, their immediate reaction was, oh, yeah, but ISIS claims everybody. Okay. True. That's what but what about the fact that this guy, they've already searched his computers. And they already know, A, that he's been up on the ISIS websites. He's been in talks with them for months now. And not only that, but police have been on, he's been on the watchdog list by the police, by CSIS, and, uh, and the RCMP. They've all been watching him for like a couple of years now. So why aren't they calling this a terrorist attack? And the obvious answer for that simply is just strictly because of the fact that it's a liberal, it's a mainly liberal media out here and one of the biggest things is, is Trudeau has allowed all these terrorists to come back into the country because they want to be reintegrated because instead of him calling them terrorists, he's calling them – oh, man, what was the term? I almost had a heart attack when he said it. Um, foreign, foreign visitors. He's calling terrorists foreign visitors.
0: This is the same person who actually stood up in chambers and said that uh, he uses yes. the word "you people." Yeah, you people, you man. Uh, uh, this is, uh, and yes, yeah, as, as I brought up, if you remember uh, that the night, we talked about this. Uh, Fifty thousand Syrian refugees brought into the country, and not a single one followed up. All. Yeah, so we don't know.
2: And I really do hope that this is one of them. I really do, because it would be a great thing to point against me to say, this is why you're an idiot.
0: And it's not just the Liberal government we have to point fingers at, although you, I guarantee, are just spot on with your assessment of why it's not being mentioned. Uh, The other side of that coin also wants you to believe that these terrorist attacks do not happen in Canada. We are immune to them. Uh, This wasn't a terrorist attack. Terrorist attacks don't happen. God,
2: it's just uh, it's like saying mass shootings don't happen in Canada.
0: The second one uh, that yeah. er, anyone ever talked about—it's insane. <laughs> Tabor, Alberta, which talking. It's overlooked. But they were uh, days after the Columbine incident. Uh, the kids in Tabor, Alberta, got inspired. <laughs> yeah, and went ahead and did it. And, uh, that was the point. I, that was the point I brought up. With you the other night. Every time we let these maniacs do this, it yeah. encourages the next one to do it. Uh, to, to encourage, to encourage. Why, are hamstring Why are we not giving Ceases more power rather than them stripping them of it? I don't understand. The only thing I'll say against
2: Ceases is, I mean, for the um, laws, so like, I know myself growing up, I didn't even know Ceases really even existed. I mean, it's not like it's the FBI where everybody talks about the FBI, everybody knows the FBI, the CIA, the everybody knows they exist. Census was pretty much hidden under the radar for decades, and we're only we really learning about it the last like ten uh, fifteen I years.
0: Assume, I always assumed they were uh, uh, information collection agents, like they they did the uh, uh, what do you call it? They do you oh, know, your uh,
2: the census report, yeah.
0: Uh, census I thought that's what they did. I didn't realize they were our yeah. they are intelligence, intelligence agency. Our uh... yeah. yeah they are <laughs> our intelligence agency, and I, I don't see it. intelligence in stripping of uh, uh, their ability to do their job. And clearly, they're they're able because they have this man on their radar for years. Uh, but they don't have. And the that's the to worst
2: do thing about it. And that.
0: That boggles my mind, and I'm sorry if, if it's politically incorrect, but sometimes a spade is a spade. And, in, and if we could have stopped this guy two years ago, based on something the had to file that we're not allowed to see, uh, that, that would be painful. Yeah,
2: completely agree. Have,
0: I, I'm sorry, and I... I I don't uh, equate it to any one particular country or any one uh, particular uh, race. It's position. a bunch of fanatics. Um, That's all it is. I mean, it's, uh, Ted Kaczynski was white and crazy. Uh, Timothy McVeigh, white and crazy. Like, everybody has their crazies. It's not uh, specifically a Middle Eastern affliction. Um, I. So, I. But if we can stop they should have more power than less and anyone who's afraid that they're you know oh I don't want them watching me well if you're not doing anything I mean
2: the UK is a funny thing because they've got more cameras per square mile or kilometer than anywhere else in the world And, and yet you know their crime is relatively low if not low they're able to catch these people very quickly because well there's cameras everywhere and I've always said, exactly. like, I'm, I, as much as everybody fears Big Brother, I think with the way society is going, I've always been a fan of Big Brother. I've always been a fan of the sense of government having cameras everywhere and being able to catch or watch everything. Because I think I if you're doing something illegal, you should be doing it out in public.
0: Exactly. Now, see, I take a whole bunch of stances on this because, for one, I'm so egotistical that I like. I think it's great. Somebody's staring it. at
2: my mug all day is um, fantastic. I,
0: I think I would be more entertaining than the Truman <laughs> Show.
2: I really do. Uh, you know, I used to. I used to actually speak of the Truman uh, Show. By the way, I used. To, I grew up for the longest time assuming that I actually was before the Truman Show existed. I actually used to think that the I was the Truman Show. I used to think that like a lot of this stuff was made because just things just didn't make sense to me. Why did things work out for me in situations where they shouldn't have? And the only thing that would make sense would be the fact that, well, I'm being protected because I'm just so strange and entertaining to others that people just watch. But if this was true, then, well, we would have way more hits in our podcast than what we do, so... <laughs>
0: I hope, so. I hope that's true. Man, um, uh, you know, anyone who's really against it, guess what? You're being watched, okay? And Google knows that one time I talked to one you and I now get yoga suggestions from the Play Store every yep. five seconds. You're being watched. You're constantly being watched by someone. It's nothing to be afraid of anymore. It's not it's even being watched.
2: You're so being listened to. to. Um, I was blown away because I was sitting at my buddy's place uh, a couple of weeks ago. And you know, like I'm on my phone quite a bit. I, you know, I'm on Facebook all the time, and I know the ads that come up. Well, one time, we're, I'm sitting at his house, and I mentioned about his uh, Paradigm speakers that he has that he bought like years ago. Back when we were in high school, he bought these speakers, and he's still using them because they're so good. So we had this big conversation, talking about Paradigm. The very next day, a Paradigm advertisement starts popping up on my phone. So I decided to test it, and so I'm sitting there with my girlfriend like that. It was like two days later, and I'm telling her about this. She's like, oh, yeah, it happens all the time. I'm like, well, let's do a test. So I, my phone, which is off, not like turned completely off, but it's just not on. And I sat there, and I said, I said to her, I said, you know, I love Bose. I'm a big fan of the Bose radio systems. I love the Bose Wave. I, love, I own a pair of the Bose headphones. I'm such a fanatic for Bose. I love Bose. And sure as hell, the next day, boom, Bose advertisement pops up on my phone.
0: And yeah, I've had it happen to me. I didn't believe it at first. Um, the first couple of times that it happened, I thought it was just coincidence. And now I know better. And um, speaking of which, I also love Bose. Bose, feel free if you're looking for uh, some free advertising. Uh, oh, I'm a fanatic for Bose.
2: I will uh, do just—I would drop to my knees for some free Bose stuff. Oh yeah, I'm a fan.
0: And that goes for uh, anyone out there with a uh, quality product you you feel our humble little podcast can help you sell. Uh, we are <laughs> shameless, so please uh, feel free to get in touch. Uh, it's not just me6 at gmail.com. And uh, for, for very little, we will do a lot
2: of- Oh, without a doubt. Uh, tattoos, uh, alcohol, food, um, f- anything free. Yes, absolutely. I will happily
0: I, I will absolutely I will do a full chest tattoo yes. and wear no shirt for a month for good quality uh, podcasting some equipment give me a good set of headphones and a microphone and uh, I'm in all right across my chest for the rest of my life I, I that's not a joke most people yep. that's, uh, that's I swear to god and any company I'll do it for just about any company yep. um, if the price is right and uh, trust me, in your opinion, it would be. It would be much slower than. than
2: and by the uh, way, speaking I of that, saying, Ibanez guitars. I am in love with your guitars. If I I will, I will tattoo Ibanez across my bloody forehead if I had to. I don't care. You give give me guitars.
0: Ibanez the the company responsible for the six string guitar. Uh, not many people know that. But what do you it's mean? The guitars originally had five strings. The Ibanez family were the first to attach the highest string. Really, ring. I
2: did not know that.
0: That is a fact I learned because I like those four brothers that play the classical guitar. I forget what they're called, um, but they tour around. I've like, no with, idea with Andre Bocelli and those guys. And there's four brothers that play classical guitar. And they're actually quite entertaining. But I, I I read a book on them and it had. All these facts about Ivan has uh uh Revolutionized. Oh, it's interesting. Anyway. I had no idea. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, you things on this show, kids. That's what I'm telling you. We are educational, informed. So they invented
2: the six-string guitar and the seven-string <laughs> guitar. Wait, well, well, well done, boys.
0: I can't play a seven-string guitar. Well, have you ever I tried? Want to and cannot it just.
2: I have. Same here. Yeah, oh, I almost bought the
0: Gem. Um, the Gem
2: 77 Universal, yeah. the uh, one that Steve I uses. I almost bought one of those, and that 7-string was very difficult to use.
0: It is. It's uh, it's very different. And uh, what I ended up doing was tuning it to a D, uh, so I didn't have to drop D in the middle of a... I, I, I just had that D available rather than the B, yes. which is supposed to be. Um, which I also do with a 5-string bass. I just... Drop that to a D and then I don't have to. Yeah, it makes it easier. Uh, But yeah, as as far as the seventh string, I don't, I would need a, uh, in my opinion, I'd need a sixth finger to play a seven string guitar. Then that makes sense to me. (laughs) That's that's uh, part of the All Possible Things website that I've been promoting. Uh, There is a blog on that website called It Makes Sense to Me. If you have any questions you would like answered regarding any topic, uh, send them in to uh, uh, allthingspossible.wordpress.com and I will solve your problem for you. That's my plan with this blog. Anything you need answered, (laughs) I will answer it. And uh, make it as simple as possible. You want to play a seven-string guitar? You need six fingers. Easy answers (laughs) to everyday problems and (laughs) Go <laughs> to the, um, oh. <laughs>
2: <Sorry.
0: laughs> the website and ask your questions. I really want this to be a thing. I'm not kidding. Uh, that's spectacular. That's um, and in between, there's some uh, hopefully informative, inspiring uh, blog posts. I, I believe there's three now, but I'm not sure. I don't actually go to the website. Well, I'm
2: going to see if I can get on. there. If I remember the, the website. Text me, text me the text me the link later. I'll go on there and I'll ask some questions.
0: <laughs> for everybody, it is allpossiblethings.wordpress.com. Um, almost looked at them as a possible host for our po- for our podcast, um, but I discovered some things that I don't like. Um, but they seem like a fantastic organization, uh, but. I don't like their podcasting prices. <laughs> I'm sorry, we are way, way off base tonight. We are once again just all over We're the following
2: map. our normal protocol. <laughs> uh,
0: I guess so. So where were we? yes, uh, Big Brother. I like that we got onto that. I big fan of Big Brother. Want Big Brother uh, watching me at all times. Please watch me and prevent a crime before it happens. And to, I would just, I think it'd be uh, great if we could get access to files
2: don't. of ourselves. That'd be fantastic. I would think,
0: you would
2: have uh.
0: to. At a certain point, they would be I—I F- I, I think if you file an F-O-I request, they would but have could to. Could
2: you imagine just having access to them and be like, here's the best of Gordon in the last 48 hours and just find the random dumb crap you've done? <laughs>
0: I've never done an FOI request. That's something we should do as a show project. I've never I done one for great. any reason. Um, I, would like to, I believe there's a substantial cost to it, um, which is why I haven't. That makes sense. Everything costs. Like, substantial to me. The average person could do it in a heartbeat.
2: Oh, I have something I have to talk to you about very quickly. Almost forgot about this. I mentioned right. the because uh, I, I was talking about a podcast to a few people the last uh, last uh, day or so, and um, I mentioned the shower idea. Thank you about you walking around in their portable shower thing with the soundproofing sheets. And ironically enough, extremely favorable idea. People are loving this concept because they say, I would do anything to go to the watch and see some dude walking by with like this shower around, and then you just stop, sets up a speaker and then does a podcast behind the shower. I think it would draw a ton of attention. One person specifically even mentioned saying, you know, because if you do that around a specific area enough not people talk about it, eventually something of the local media would pick it up and we would end up getting free media coverage.
0: Definitely. Um, it would probably be some Mike McArdle type Um who, as I said earlier, I'm pretty sure I just saw Mike McArdle uh, interviewing a street post. He was in a house coat and talking into a <laughs> hairbrush. Um, but that was okay I'm following him anymore, so it didn't matter. Uh, but I just yeah, I, just saw I was going to say, I thought that
2: was a pretty damn uh, funny yeah, thing. So, fantastic.
0: Well, first of all, thank you very much for uh, talking about the show. Secondly, thanks to everybody you talked to for your input. And this is falls right back into what I just said about promotion. I uh, Rona Home Depot Lowe's somebody want to get in on this action early. Uh, this could be a great cross promotion opportunity. Um, I need a shower, and a harness, and, a rod and, uh, and uh, and a harness. I i have a harness, I did have one, it should still be somewhere. Um, that's a different <laughs> story for a different
2: time. You have one I... of those swings, Eric. <laughs>
0: I can throw a, a Rona uh, a sign on my on my shower curtain or whatever your company logo may be. Hey, yo, let's do that. Let's make this a thing. Apparently, the folks in Ontario think it's a good idea. Now, are we going to let them beat us? To good See, idea? what the yeah. thing
2: is, is it wouldn't work out here. Out here, you'd just get arrested for it. But in BC, I think this is where like, we think it's a great idea because we can't do it. If we were to pull it off out here, we would we would end up getting harassed by everybody and their mother out here. But in BC, that would stand out as something different and unique, and it would become the next biggest thing.
0: It it always uh, (laughs) surprises and disappoints me when I do something that I think is disappointing. Uh, I've done some things that I consider to be very, (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, but yes I think it, it's a great idea just so I, you know I pretty much list everything you just said because it all just cut out ah okay well so.
0: I just uh, what I was trying to say that things that we think might be shocking I, I go out and do in public to try and get attention and uh, they're not shocking to people here they're not they're, they're not <laughs> shockable anymore
2: They've they've seen everything at this stage
0: Uh, Sorry about the interference there I was walking through a store trying to find myself a snack And they had absolutely nothing I wanted Um, So I've just now walked out And uh, that's a horrifically boring story But that's what's going on If you guys are wondering I have (laughs) relocated to the lovely uh, suburb of New Westminster British Columbia, Canada Ooh live with people tonight uh i have to uh do a complete retraction of what i said when i came here for a job interview some months ago i i poked fun at the town uh quite quite extensively on an episode of the podcast i was way off base it's a lovely place um very much enjoy but, it. Uh, but that doesn't down. make the statements any less very funnier. It feels, very distant. It, it, it feels very distant from Vancouver. It really does feel like a completely different city, which is nice to escape to at the end of a day in, in Vancouver. Um, the people are fantastic. Uh, it is very old. Everything here is old. Um, except for the giant big box stores that surround it. But those, which, which I, I, I initially thought they were like a bad thing. Now they they feel like a protective wall around us. I quite like it. Um, who, who would have thought? much safer with- with uh, the giant value villages and Walmarts and Lowe's. Lowe's is ridiculous. I've never even seen both ends of that building in the same view. Uh, you pass it on a train and you can't see the whole thing. I, I have to get in there and see what they. It could just be empty for all I know, but it's a <laughs> very large piece of property.
2: Maybe this is the other place that they're um, storing all these refugee children. <laughs>
0: it could be. <laughs> It's, uh, it's a massive and the, everything here is big. It's got the most fantastic uh, Skytrain station because the Skytrain station itself is a mall. Oh, wow. And the train just runs into the middle of it. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, there's a Safeway and a Tim Hortons, a Dollar Tree, a movie theater, a chauffeur's truck, everything a Canadian mall has. Uh, but just with a big train in the middle.
2: No, mind you, that's everything that King's Store has, or Mall has, except for my hometown of Milton, who, for the first time ever, I actually gave a bad review for something, which was the Milton Mall, because it's so crappy, because they have, well, nothing in it. Half the stores are... It's worse than Capilano Mall. Um, half the stores are closed, and those that are open, um, they're, they're terrible, and their food court only has four... No, three... One, two, three, four. No, they have four like, little uh, restaurants, but only one of them is actually open.
0: There's a mall in Brandon, Manitoba, very similar. Actually, it's now uh, uh, out of business. Has been pers- The entire mall went out of business. That's how bad that's, it was. Like, it, it is still there and boarded up right in the heart of the city. Just this a uh, whole mall that went out of that, business. The- that's going to be the milk mall soon.
2: just terrible. Now, for the record, just to give an idea um, about my history in this town, that Milton Mall used to be my grandfather's farm when he was a kid. Oh, wow. So yeah, I'm deep-rooted in this town, yeah. man. I'm really deep-rooted.
0: My favorite place to camp when I was a child is now a very large condo development. Oh, no way. In Kelowna <laughs> with a golf course uh, attached to a golf course. Um, yeah, they mowed down my camping ground. For, for I guess that's what happens. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I'm sure a lot of people have. You, know, I would like to know those stories. Send me in your stories uh, uh, about um, your grandparents' house. What is it now? Yeah, that's uh, a, so that could be those,
2: fascinating.
0: The house in Brandon I grew up in has been gone for many, many years, um, but it's still weird for me to go past where it was and and see what it is now. Um, and I've got several homes that I lived in in Kelowna that are now non-existent. And you wouldn't even recognize the area. Um, and I, that would be an interesting thing for So please, people, if you have uh, stories you'd like to share, uh, I would be fascinated by that. Uh, you know, um, I'm sure anyone older than us has a cool story
2: along these lines. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They'd have to.
0: Um, neat. That's neat. And I'm sorry to hear about your mall. I mean... It, no, the malls um, always suck. Don't be sorry. Be
2: like... sorry that the mall still exists. Don't be sorry that I'm sad about it.
0: <laughs> well, if they need some help they could try posting on your events page. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> what are they gonna post? <laughs> hey, another store closed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still remember uh,
2: some eight or nine years ago I was in the Milton Mall at Christmas time and um, again at Christmas time in the mall, the malls are supposed to be busy and it still was not very busy at all. And the Mall Santa was there and he was taking a break and I I caught him outside, Uh, he was having a smoke, (laughs) so I'm having a cigarette with him, we're talking. And he actually said he goes, Look, he goes, I've been doing Mall Santa jobs for years. He goes, and this is the shittiest mall I've ever been to. (laughs) Milton is number one for something.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's hilarious. I am folks, in case you were wondering if I was watching two police officers. Get another guy uh, not paying for the train. Yeah, totally. Am. Um, <laughs> he's arguing that he left his ticket up on the train and that's why he didn't pay to get off. Uh, I love this. This should be a show.
2: Oh, it be too, too much fun. <laughs>
0: they, they made a TV show like like Cops or like when they made that TV show out of the bait car situation. That was, that was brilliant. I love that. Watching-
2: I had a laugh watching that one.
0: Like, favorite thing about watching that show? Every single duo stealing a car. One person said, do you think this is a bait car? And one said, no. (laughs) I know what bait car. Every single time. (laughs) I know bait cars. This is not a bait car. Ah, shit, man. It's a bait car. Oh, it's brilliant.
2: (laughs) Which which just Um, goes to show, if you're ever going to go steal a car with a friend and your friend says to you, do you think this is a bait car? Just leave. (laughs) Don't take it. Just move on to something else.
0: Or be like the one guy who was completely high on meth and singing about how he just stole a bait car. That was amazing.
2: Did <laughs> you ever see the episode it's of Cops, and- by the way, where the oh, the woman gets arrested um, and she's panicking over the fact that she's being arrested because she's never been arrested for, and she's panicking about the whole thing. So the cop throws her in the back of his squad car, and as they're outside talking, she crawls through the window, slips the handcuffs around the front of herself, and steals the cop car and takes off down the street, and as she's driving away, because the uh, mice inside, she's freaking out. It was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm being arrested. Oh, my God, I can't believe i stealing a car, car. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm driving away. <laughs>
0: and that uh, handcuff trick apparently is a little easier than uh, you would think. Um, I've been told. I've, I couldn't attempt it, but apparently um, a lot of women can do it. Yeah,
2: well, they're they're, they're, they're um, built better than us in that sense. I couldn't do it. I'm not nearly flexible uh, uh, enough to pull that off or, well, skinny enough. So, yeah.
0: No, and if you've ever been handcuffed in a cop car, it is one of the most uncomfortable positions you'll ever be in. It's just miserable.
2: That or prison. I mean, there's some there's uncomfortable so in. positions in prison, too. But, yeah, that'd be one of the top, sure. <laughs> See, I've only
0: ever I, – I did a stint of a total of just under seven hours in prison. I quite liked it. The temperature was nice. I had a fantastic sleep <laughs> for about maybe three hours and then I was horrifically bored and on the verge of suicide. I could not do more than that. I was screaming. I was banging on the bars. I, I had to get out. I was so bored. And uh, and I am also deathly claustrophobic, uh, so not a good combination because they don't have the nice bars and like like they do in the movies where you can see through them. It was a little tight, like, chicken wire situation. I couldn't see out, and it bugged me.
2: See, I have, I have claustrophobia and, does not bother me. I used to hide in caskets as a kid in the funeral home, so, yeah, I don't, I don't get bothered by those things.
0: And big... Uh, 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 back to our big brother conversation, there was a massive camera pointed directly at the toilet, and I had a little trouble performing on camera.
2: Oh, well, yeah, that would be a
0: problem. I couldn't be. In front of, I, I just, I, I was more than willing, but the rest of me apparently wasn't. <laughs> it was a little camera shy. <laughs> but I, 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 some people say prison is not a deterrent. I, gee, it would be to me. It is just that experience is enough to make me not want to do crime. I couldn't, I don't know how anyone could spend one, more than one day. In those circumstances, it was terrible. Yeah. And the police, the Edmonton police Service, were fantastically accommodating. They were very nice about it. <laughs> Go figure. Um, they're, they're very kind. Uh, didn't let me out, <laughs> but uh, were, were kind and tried to calm me down as much as they could. Uh, they were wonderful people. That's yeah, um, awesome. But it's hell. It, it is hell. I couldn't do it. I was naked. That didn't help.
2: Oh, no. No, that wouldn't have helped at all.
0: There's a tip, kids. If you think you're going to jail, uh, take off all your clothes because they will put you in your own private cell if you're naked. Oh. Uh,
2: That makes perfect sense, actually. They couldn't...
0: They couldn't find anything in their prison uh, outfits that would fit me, so I remained naked for several hours. <laughs> and uh, but they got me my own cell, so I didn't have to have a cellmate or ever anyone else around me. It was quite quite pleasant.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh,
0: they, even after they let me out of the cell, they wouldn't let me out onto the street because the. Uh, Edmonton jail is in a very bad neighborhood in Edmonton. And they didn't think a naked man walking in that neighborhood would make it very far. So even after I was released, I wasn't allowed to leave the building.
2: Isn't that funny?
0: That's, uh, that's just true kids. <laughs> that's, that's what happens.
2: Wow. That is really uh, fascinating.
0: <laughs> I, it was, it was quite the night. Um, <laughs> And it, uh, unplanned, uh, the band was playing in Edmonton that night. Our van, we went to leave the next morning. Our van broke down, so we decided to stay one more night. And in that one night,
2: <laughs> apparently, you ended up naked
0: in a jail cell. I didn't. need. <laughs> uh, I'll give you the abridged version. It was the first time Team Canada had won an Olympic gold medal in over fifty years. Um, oh. I bought some Sharpie, Sharpie markers at a local dollar store and charged people in the bar $1 to write something about Team Canada on my body. And if they won the game, I would streak White Avenue, uh, the entertainment strip in Edmonton. And sure enough, the team came through and never one to uh, go back on his word, I ran naked with a Canadian flag for two blocks down White Avenue in
2: Edmonton. Um, <laughs> And the police got a nice, quiet, private room to relax in afterwards.
0: The police were waiting for me right at the end of the street. Uh, There was no turning around. They actually hit me with their car to slow me down, which I thought was a brilliant tactic. Uh, (laughs) Just a low-speed bump from behind. Like, they were very controlled and professional about it, but it was enough to put me down on my knees. And keep in mind, it was minus 32 in Edmonton this day, so not my most impressive uh, showing, shall we say. (laughs) Um... (laughs) There are pictures <laughs> on the internet. Please don't uh, uh, assume them to be representative of the
2: truth. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Right, front page
0: of the Edmonton <laughs> Journal. That article can be found on my Facebook page if you look. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was an epic epic tale. Now, the money I was collecting was not in vain. It was to pay my bail should I get caught.
2: Ah, was it enough?
0: I will have no idea because my bandmates drank it all away while I was in jail. (laughs) Hence the seven hours I had to sit there until our our drummer, a very charming man from Montreal named uh, Jean-Sebastien Dumont, uh, charmed his way into the lives of two lovely young ladies who paid my bail and let us stay at their house that night.
2: Oh, that's spectacular! And he is. Gotta love a fan. <laughs> it is pretty much the most
0: epic band story for a nobody band you could ever ask for. Um, yeah.
2: Well done, sir. Very well done.
0: The newspaper article is on uh, not my current Facebook page on a previously on a previous one, but if you look me up, you can. It's there for the reading.
2: That's great.
0: <laughs> um, that was not supposed to be a topic. Um,
2: <laughs> no, but thank you for sharing. It made it enjoyable.
0: What did I? There, there was one other topic, I swear. And now I've completely lost it. But I had something else I wanted to discuss tonight. I did the diseases in the ocean. I did the narcaning, uh Overdoses. Oh. Um, I can't remember. I'm totally at a loss. I'm sorry. Wow. That's a first. That's, that's
2: okay. Um, we'll use it to pick it up with next episode.
0: There was something. I know there was something. There's always something. But that's the beauty of this. <laughs> there's a There's always something and there's always a, another time for it. That's right. Um, <laughs> and as I, I don't know if you caught the title, the, the recent titles of the episodes, but I the one uh, from the first one we did this week, Says, uh, if there's a topic you can think of, Eric and Gord probably covered it tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we hit the gauntlet one of those nights.
0: <laughs> we do tend to uh, get a lot <laughs> in our show.
2: <laughs> we do.
0: I, I hope folks some of it is helpful or entertaining. I'm not sure it. I'll- barely remember it afterward, which is good, because then i one of the listeners to the show. Um, something I did want to mention, I checked our stats this morning, which I do more frequently than they're posted, which is frustrating, because I think things haven't changed, but it's just, they only update them yeah. every so often, and I check more than they update. But I did get an update uh, this morning, um, downloads yeah. are That's through a- the roof, so thank you, everybody that someone has downloaded all the past episodes that I put up on anchor.fm recently um which all of the original episodes from when this show very first started can be uh, accessed on anchor.fm you don't have to go over to podbean to catch them I put them all on anchor and that's someone amazing. has gone and downloaded the entire archive uh so who are you on that's wonderful thank you so much for that that is the most flattering thing that's ever happened to me in my life And on this piece of paper, I did write, um, to remember when I texted you, two new sounds have popped up in our listening audience. Uh, we had listeners last night from Streamwood, Illinois, which I looked up. It's a, um, small blue collar suburb of, uh, Chicago, um, so thanks guys, welcome, Send us please, please keep listening, I hope you enjoy the show, <laughs> and please, anywhere in Chicago, uh, the endorsement thing I talked about earlier, yeah, it's, it's up in the air for you, uh, it's not just me, six, at gmail.com, the other one good that I don't know how you'd feel about this, I, I think it's fantastic, and it might go uh, to, because it's been a topic of conversation between us a couple of times, uh, pride. Is going on in LA right now. It's LA Pride Week, and we had a large percentage of our listenership was from Pride in that's, LA. So
2: that's what that was. So it's not like necessarily a town as much as it's a group.
0: And it's yeah, apparently, yeah. It's it's posted as a because uh, I looked for Pride LA. There is no town called Pride LA. Um, everything I I could find pointed to the fact that Pride is being celebrated. In L.A. right now, and that to me is just super Yeah, cool. that's awesome. Uh, one, well, I don't remember the exact percentage, but it's enough to show up. So there's some people at Pride. Thanks, awesome. guys. Congratulations. Uh, happy Pride Week. Thanks for listening. That's amazing. Yeah. This is just so cool. And this, uh, you know, after how I was feeling last night and what I said about uh, remodeling the show, now I don't know. Now I'm totally confused. This is what I keep saying. Because I love our
2: show the way it is. I think it's hilariously awesome.
0: Well, I can't believe it's becoming a thing. And new people are popping up all over the U.S. Uh, new people in Canada are popping up, too. Don't get me wrong. That's very exciting. Uh, listeners in Brandon, Manitoba. So thank you, Sean. I know it's you. I appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, and that's what I think, uh friends of mine who aren't listening to the show, I know when you are and when you're not. I get a report. So don't lie to me.
2: I know. <laughs> now, for my friends, I don't do the report. I don't have any idea. I just let in the, uh, whatever tells me. So I can't track you, but Eric will. <laughs> uh, that's right. And I do.
0: And uh, it goes so far as uh, I get a first name uh, from Anchor. Oh wow! Um, hence, I know our friend Jake. Uh, it showed me Jake. <laughs> 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 and you, and, uh, this I don't want to scare anybody off. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. I'll tell this to you in private order, yeah. But uh, Yeah, yeah. You, you can find out.
2: That's that. wild. Um, yeah.
0: What's? Oh, I still have about twenty minutes here, uh, so I'm okay. Um, I have a curfew, everybody, for those of you who don't know, Um,
2: and I don't adhere to it, and I've been told I should,
0: (laughs) so I'm trying.
2: Well, I won't be able to last another 20 minutes, because I need to use a bathroom, kind of seriously, so.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Um, We covered a lot, and believe it or not, we have been on for a steady now, uh, let's look, 110 minutes, so if we wanted to call it a night, I'd say that's not a bad time.
2: Well, two wow. hours is a good run. That's not bad. I'm pretty pretty impressed with that.
0: Yeah, It goes fast. I'm going to say. Absolutely. I say, it, it goes. I, and uh, again, just an absolute blast. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of the show, everybody, is the full, uncut, completed uh, version of my new solo song called uh, uh, Side. Is the name of the song. It's called Side. I... Posted a little teaser last night, and tonight I've put on the full song. So, there you go. A uh, single, um, All Me Not, and that's just a purgatory song. This is a completely separate thing. Uh, it's a really entertaining song. Um, some of the best, probably, guitar work I've ever done in my life. Cool. Um, and just a, just a damn good little song. I listen to it all day. Hey, check that uh, out I while I'm on the toilet. I my phone listening. <laughs> I, I hope you uh, before signing off, I should have it posted uh, immediately. Excellent, and that works well because my recording studio just flashed a low battery at me. So I have all signs are pointing to there it is.
2: <laughs> cool.
0: We'll talk to you again real soon. Um, in the meantime, I don't have much to say. Just everybody, keep listening. Uh, all my new American friends. Take care of each other. And
2: mention the hashtag again, by the way.
0: Hashtag, easiest thing in the world. Hmm. And uh, uh, I'm 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 drawing a blank all of a sudden for for some reason. That's
2: okay. (laughs) We'll pick it up later. (laughs) We'll pick it up. We will. All right. right, Have a good night, everybody.
0: All right. I'm cutting it off. All right, my friend um yeah you can pay for and literally find out like what device people are listening on and when Wow, oh, that's incredible like you you can get right down to this guy listened on an iphone at this place at this time and you can gear your to oh
2: that's incredible wow
0: it's like but the minimum is like 12 bucks a month and i'm just not putting no
2: no not yet anyway
0: I I don't see. It's not going to benefit me, really, in that way. I'm not going to steer the show in any one direction. No.
2: No, we're just going to keep doing what we do best.
0: But if you're constantly plugging the Samsung and you find out 89% of your listeners are on iPhones, you might change your tune a bit.
2: No, that'd be very true.
0: And if any of this ends up on the air because I'm not able to edit it, uh, just forget everything I said. None of that's real.
2: (laughs) This is just what we do when we're not supposed to be on the air. We talk complete and utter bullshit. (laughs) And it's all fake news. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, certainly no. not. Uh, okay, but the stats are. Um, I can I can hear the reverberation change. Of, you've gone into a room. You're ready. So I will. Thank you, you very go. much. Yeah, I gotta, go.
2: I gotta. I gotta. go. <laughs> <laughs> Have right. a great night, absolutely, we'll my friend. Cheers. Bye. Take
1: care.
0: <laughs> Eric Brennan, Is it just me? Is a production of the Champion Tree Entertainment Company. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. Unauthorized duplication is encouraged. Eric Brennan, Is It Just Me, is a production of the Champion Tree Entertainment Company. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. Unauthorized duplication is encouraged.